Safe of it to Radley. And he sends it back for Keary. He's going to kick over the top. And Manu is unmarked. And the ball bounces perfectly. Electric footy from the Roosters. Well, Roosters fans, it is upon us. It's like a Christmas Eve waiting for Santa Claus this week. Silky and Bells are back. We've got some new arrivals. Corey Allen, Jackson Paulo, Jake Turpin, and of course, where's the cheese? That's it. Brandon Smith, all the way for Victoria. Well, what a season it's going to be on Roosters Radio. This week, we're playing in the inaugural game against the Redcliffe Dolphins, and of course, none other than the Arthur Beetson Medal. What a celebration. Speaking of celebrations, there's still more, as they say, on Nighttime TV. It's 10 years of Roosters Radio. That's right. We're celebrating our 10th season. And 10 years ago, what a synergy, Silky and Bells. 10 years ago, our boys lifted the Proven Summers. That's right. That little Italian love god, Minicello, lifted the trophy, and the Roosters again got the chocolates. Well, let's hope this season on Roosters Radio and on the field, it's a 10 out of 10, and we go all the way again. Silky and Bells, welcome to an action-packed Roosters Radio. Oh, wow. I'm excited. Well, so am I, boys. It is so good to be back here in the studio at the Centre of Excellence up here at Allianz Stadium. And I am just pumped for this season. I'm pumped to see our boys go around. And it's going to be a great season of football. Yeah, that's exactly right, Bells. Really looking forward to another season of Roosters Radio. Uh, we have been doing it 10 long seasons, Bush, but uh, this time of year, we're always excited, aren't we? I just wanted to congratulate you both on that note because you guys are the first podcast, NRL podcast, uh, for a football side. I only came in about halfway, about five years ago. So First official. First official podcast. And um, congratulations, boys. 10 years. Yeah, look, Bells, it's something we're uh, we're proud to say we pioneered and uh, along with the club. And back then it was uh, not known podcasting was a good. I have to give a bit of a rap to Silky, who had a background in documentary filmmaking. But look, it's not about us. It's about the Roosters. But yes, we're super proud, or even prouder of our chairman, Nick Politis, and the house that Nick built. I'm going to tell you something. We had the opportunity and we're here now in these hallowed studios and Silky's put some social media out and what are we going to name it? I've got a few names. The Uncle Studios, Uncle Nick, Nick's Retreat, uh, you know, just to name a few. We could say something in Greek as well, but it's all about Nick Politis. I mean, to walk into what is an amazing stadium, let's not forget as Roosters fans, Uncle Nick as we affectionately know him, very good to our show, very good to our program single-handedly, along with a whole group of people supporting him, led the charge to get that stadium rebuilt against governments and funding and people suggesting we could have spent it on hospitals and everything else. The Roosters needed a home. He then turned around and said, well, listen, we've been disjointed. Wentworth Park, you know, the sports ground, the old sports ground, the Sydney Cricket Ground number two. We've been everywhere, man. Henson Park, we all want to be on one roof. Him and Robbo take a whole crew of us over in 2019 to watch uh, how they do it in English Premier League and how they build academies. And we, we took some great knowledge and learnt how Don't Robbo... get Barcelona, Bush. Well, I'm about to hop into Barcelona. And what a great thing. And they come back with a vision. Well, that vision is now here. We're sitting here. And it's such an honour to be able to sit in a room that is just a vision and a dream of a couple of men who've taken our club to the next level. So for the fans out there, the facilities here for the players, the facilities for the fans and the stadium itself is something that should be hallowed and just a bit of an honour to the great Nick Politis who fortunately is still here to see the, uh, the great work and his legacy. Couldn't agree more, Bush. And look, the real jewel in the crown, as it were, is the museum, the curated museum, which is uh, holds a pride of place in the Nick Politis uh, Centre of Excellence. Uh, there's some amazing old gear, be it football boots, jumpers, watches, programs. 
you name it, there's there's something from every era, and I think even your grandfather gets a bit of a mention there too, Bush. Absolutely, Silky, something we're proud of as a family, and uh, Bells, I know your dad's got some, some pieces coming up there from his time at the Roosters. Um, you know, I great- even get a run in uh, one of the magazines, Bush, I saw in the curation. So, yeah. Yeah, well, mate, <laughs> but this is the thing, it's all about the Roosters family. You don't have to, Roosters Radio, you don't have to be one of the, you know, squad of 25 or the 17 that take the field, you just got to be part of the Roosters community, and that's what we love. And I do know that there will be public access uh, later on or during the season so keep your eyes and ears out for that absolutely welcome back to roosters radio and guys it was great to be part of the season launch which was held early last week uh all three of us got along we got to do some interviews uh with the players and of course robbo and the event was kicked off of course with the announcement of jake friend and boy cordner being bestowed life membership at the club, uh, a great acknowledgement to the many, many years and the premierships that they uh, they won. Yes, it was a great night there on Thursday night at Allianz Stadium and I actually got a chance to speak to Boyd Cordner about it. He was quite emotional, but this is what he had to say. Thanks, mate. Yeah, it's obviously a massive honour, um, you know, to, to be part of that group, uh, to... It's a quite small group, and um, you know the, the names in the uh, in the group are, are pretty special. So uh, to you know be given the honour and um, to be able to do it with Boydo as well, I think you know I've shared so many moments on and off the field with him um, that I think both of us will never forget. So yeah, just um, yeah, really proud to I suppose call myself a rooster for forever now. Mate, now you're in retirement or semi-retirement. You get to watch the football these days. As a, as a fan, what are you looking forward to in season 2023? Uh, obviously, the, the Chooks, I'm really excited to see how we, we go this year. Um, you know, we, I think a few injuries and probably not the greatest um, finish to last year that we So, you know, I think um, with a few of the buyers that we've got and, and some of the... Some of the boys coming back into fitness. I'm, I'm really excited to see what our boys do. Yeah, great to hear Boyd and, you know, talking about the importance that his family played and it's great to see him doing some good things off the field. But, uh, yeah, likewise, I caught up with Friendy and here's a bit of what he had to say. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's been a um, pretty interesting arvo for myself to be um, recognised as a life member for this great club. And, yeah, it's, um, it's been a hell of a journey and, you know, I've done some reflecting over the last couple of days, obviously, with um, today coming up and, yeah, just um, the help with my loved ones who, and I just, yeah, thank them today with, um, you know, all their help and support with getting me to where I am today and without them I wouldn't be in this position. So very um, honoured um, and, yeah, just grateful and happy. Well, Silky and Bells, that was really some outstanding work there. And you can just see the pride and passion. And no wonder this great club, you know, continues a great legacy with people like that. It gave so much. But the players that have taken the field this year, we had the chance to rub shoulders and uh, ask them a few questions. You two did some of your best work there the other night at the launch. And uh, you caught up with quite a few of our players, Silky. Yeah, we sure did. All collectively, we all uh, interviewed a few of the players and, and the coaches. But you know, we we spoke with Brandon Smith, uh, you know, who's one of the the new recruits. We also caught up with some of our young up and coming players, like Sam Walker, uh, of course, our our favourites like Luke Keary, James Tedesco, Lindsay Collins. I know you're a fan, my fave. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was great to just sit and chat with the players in, in a real casual atmosphere. 
Yes, Silky, the atmosphere up there was awesome on Thursday night. The, what I notice is the players are just so relaxed and they're ready to play some football. So kickoff on Sunday is going to be awesome. And also we got a chance to chat with the boys and what they got up to in the off-season and, and what they're looking forward to this year. So here's a bit of what they had to say. Sammy, it's been a big off-season. How'd you spend it? Yeah, no, it was good. Went back home, spent a bit of time with the family. You know, obviously uh, throughout the season it's sort of tough to... You know, see them and spend you know good quality of time there. And I love going back home to you know where I'm from and seeing everyone. So I sort of got home, spent a bit of time there. Went overseas to uh, Italy for a little bit, and then yeah, then came back and I've been back at training now for a little bit. It's been yeah, I'm really enjoying it. Good to be back around the boys. Talking about training, I know you had a camp over in New Zealand. Can you share uh, tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, no, it was really good. It was, um, obviously, it's, uh, you know, every year we sort of go away for a week and spend our camps. The last couple of years, been Mullum Bimbi with obviously COVID and everything that's been going on. I really enjoyed those camps as well, and it's you know, an awesome experience for myself to be able to get over to uh, Queenstown. First time ever going over there, so you know, everything I was sort of experiencing over there was all new, and it was yeah, it was very exciting. And you know, we had a, you know, a tough week of training, but it was you know, training over there in the part of the world I haven't been to before was you know, it was an awesome experience. Luke, looking forward to season 2023. Yeah, mate, looking forward to it. Um, obviously, finished not the way we wanted the back end there, but. With this crew's been together for a few years now, so we're keen to get stuck into it. Mate, senior leader in the team and, uh, you know, got some really new uh, new faces coming in. It's going to be pretty exciting to see some uh, players slot into those positions. The Chiefs, for one, what are you looking forward to the most? Yeah, obviously those, our kids that have played, you know, 20, 30, 40 games now. And then, obviously, Brendan coming in, Lodgy, another year under his belt. So, yeah, it's exciting. We've got some good young kids coming through. Well, this is a bit of a rivalry with uh, our other senior leader, our, our divine leader, Teddy, who is, there's only one divine leader. The golf course, how do you two get on on the golf course? <laughs> we'll find out tomorrow, we're going to go on tomorrow. So Kiri's got the wood over me at the moment, but swing's feeling good, a couple so, of changes. So is... Opposite golf game to his rugby league game. Is it? So is it? Is it a bit of a driving situation or, or putting? Where's, where's oh, the... I've been where, on the greens, but he's definitely got me on everything else, so that, that, that's, where, that's where it lies at the moment. Teddy, uh, you know, mate, you're a great leader for our club, as they said here tonight at the, uh, you know, at this beautiful launch our state and, uh, you know, of course our country. Um, you know, you must be really proud to be here tonight and see what you've achieved in this club, uh, but all the people and new faces. How do you feel about 2023? Yeah, it's very exciting. Obviously, um, to captain the club for another year is obviously still a very you know, pr proud moment for me, but, um, yeah, I'm just keen to get out there and play. Obviously, I've been captain for a couple of years now. We haven't got close to a, to a grand final, so that's what's sort of driving me at the moment, driving probably a lot of us uh, over the past couple of years. So um, we've had a really big pre-season. We just... Like Robbo said, we're keen to start playing some footy and get the year underway. We've got the Golden Boot winner here, Joey Manu. Mate, uh, once again, another you know, standout year. Looking back on the year itself, mate, you must be pretty proud of your achievements. Yeah, no, it was a good, it was a good year. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm more looking forward to this year and what we can do here at the Roosters. So I'm uh, really excited for the season. Um, and can't wait to get started uh, next week. Obviously, the modelling careers had to take a bit of a... Uh, uh, back seat, you know, having a few little incidents. How is the injury? Yeah, nah, it's, it's all good. It's, um, yeah, copped the knock there. Um, but nah, feeling, feeling good. I reckon I still got this guy covered. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to ask you about that because I know you, you trialled in the centres, Joseph. Uh, have you been, you know, getting some advice off one of the, you know, arguably the best centre in the world? Yeah, no, I'm right centre this year, so I've taken his spot. Uh, nah. <laughs> nah, nah, I've been learning a lot from Joe. Yeah, no, nah, he's been good. It's kind of, um, yeah, I've been taking him under my wing. Nah, he's been, uh, nah, he's been, been taking me under his wing, so nah, he's been teaching me a lot. So, nah, he's good. Yeah, just learning off him every day and stuff. So, yeah, it's good. 
what's it like for you, Joseph, as a you know, as a mentor for these young boys coming through? You enjoy that role? Yeah, no, it's, it's not bad. It's, um, I mean, someone like him, he can pretty much do it all himself. So. I don't, have to, I don't have to say too much, he he's, um, knows what he has to do and um, he's really fitting in well in the centres, so I'm looking forward to how he goes this year. Well boys, we're looking forward to watching you both out on the field, best of luck with the year. Thank you, cheers. Firstly on behalf of all Roosters fans, welcome to the club. Ah, thanks for having me, good club to be a part of, stoked. Now mate, I know you've moved into Bondi, that's uh, my neck of the woods, uh, tell us how have you enjoyed Living down there on the east. Everyone says it's their neck of the woods. Actually, everyone I bump into says, oh, welcome to my hood. I'm like, come on, mate. Uh, but yeah, no, it's good. It's good. A lot of the younger fellas, well, actually, I'm not even that young anymore. A lot of the boys that I hang out with uh, all live around Bondi, so um, it's always good to catch up with them. We go down to the beach nearly every day, and um, I've got a new hobby of spare fishing, so there might not be many fish left in Bondi soon. Now, mate, listen, you had a busy back end of the year. You've had a good pre-season. How have you found, you know, settling in into Sydney in general? Well, yeah, like I said, it wasn't too hard. I already knew the, the older boys in the team, so um, I already knew the players that were pretty well respected, so it was a pretty seamless transition into the team. Um, but, yeah, the whole lifestyle, I, I, I th didn't think it was going to be this good. I didn't think living in Bondi or, you know, how good the weather's been, how good the water is, how good the talent is down in Bondi, it's great. Well, here we are, guys, with my favourite, everybody knows, Lindsay Collins. How was your off-season this year and how are you feeling? Yeah, off-season was good. Um, stayed over in Europe after the tour and did a bit of travelling around with the wife. So, yeah, it was awesome. Back into training, back into the thick of it. It's been a shorter pre-season, but it's been great. Uh, good to see all the boys again and ready for round one. Now listen, um, I've heard you're into a bit of the um, mini special nutrition in the off-season, getting the body ready, is that right? Yeah, mini's been coming in the training and um, really putting forward, you know, the nutrition, the fuel that we're putting into our bodies and stuff like that, so um, make us better athletes as well and um, it's, it's been really good, really eye-opening and um, really good for the young boys as well to, you know, um, buy into being a professional athlete. Well, Roosters fans, the NRL season is upon us and up at East this week, Sunday, the 5th of March, Silky is hosting Roosters versus the Redcliffe Dolphins. Well, he'll be interviewing Paul Momorowski, Satili Tupanua and the great young Billy Smith up on stage in halftime. Our players, well, they'll be mingling with the fans, knocking back Artie's pies and having a couple of quiet refreshments. It's the only place to be. Get up there and watch our mighty Sydney Roosters take on the inaugural Dolphins in what's known as the Arthur Beetson Medal. Well, what synergy watching it from the Arthur Beetson Bar. So join us up at Artie's Bar as the might of the Roosters take on the Redcliffe Dolphins. Welcome back to Roosters Radio. What a great show it's been so far. Silky, you can't go much higher than Nick Politis, but if you go sideways, you'll get Trent Robinson. And you got to spend at least three to five minutes with Robbo and got some real good thoughts on season 2023 and how the coach is feeling. I sure did, Bush. It was great to catch up with Robbo uh, and have a, a, a brief discussion, albeit mm. there at the launch. Uh, you know, Robbo talked about what he's looking forward to this season, but you don't need to hear it from me. Here's what Robbo had to say. Robbo, before we talk about the year ahead... I know you like to take a bit of time off in the off-season and might be doing some mountain bike riding, uh, you know, something exotic over in France. Yep. What did you get up to this year? It was a uh, food and wine tour of France. That's what it was. Well, that's what it felt like it was. Now, we just had uh, spent some time after the World Cup with family and, and friends in France. That was good. And obviously, you're in Europe with the World Cup anyway, so it was good to spend some quality time 
back over uh, in your second favourite country. Yeah, it was good. It was really uh, nice to, after three years to spend some time with friends and family, but then also go and see some, um, you know, the Catalans, go and see Toulouse Olympic, my old team, uh, Stud Toulouse Rugby Union, so it was good to do some uh, footy tour as well. Robbo, when you look back at your coaching career at the club, it was just mentioned in one of the speeches there, it's 10 years since you arrived and won a comp, like, it's gone like that, does it feel like it's gone quick for you? Yeah, it depends which day it is, <laughs> I think, uh, uh, wondering whether it's, uh, it does, because I still feel like I'm you know, searching for my best and trying to get better and you're constantly trying to work out how do I improve my coaching for the players. And so, yeah, that's uh, after 10 years, you're still hungry for that. And then moving, you know, I think that's another thing. As soon as you move digs here to get into the stadium here or some new players, it keeps you fresh. Or Having the young guys, coaching a footy team always keeps you fresh. Talk about the new facility, obviously it looks fantastic, but it must be a good place for you personally to go every day, the office, the equipment, the facilities, it's, it's, it's top notch. Yeah, it, well it demands high performance, so for us walking in here, walking into our stadium, our home, and having the facilities that we have, it sets us up to get us out onto the field in the right manner. So. Um, yeah, it's really nice. It's good to see the players for after quite a bit of time in 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 uh, areas that uh, aren't as high performance to sort of walk in and do that. And then it's really nice to see uh, it named after Nick Politis and and things that that should happen. So yeah, to have 25 years in this building is pretty special. What are you looking forward to most in season 2023? Uh, the competition, uh, you know, I, I really, and I probably when I say that, I think of the competition for us to be at our best, first of all. Like, I think the, we know our style of play, we know how we want to play, but we also want to get that better. So we've worked hard on that. So I'm really looking forward to seeing us play our best footy. And then, you know, we play against an opposition each week. So that's the second part of competition uh, yeah, and I, I mentioned it before on stage, but I'm looking forward to the hunger that we play with. Well, it's always awesome to hear from our great coach, Robbo, and, and really looking forward to what he's going to bring this year. Now, Silky, I hear you've got a bit of breaking news for us. Yeah, that's right, Bells. Uh, my spies down there at Kipax Oval uh, reliably inform me that uh, Dylan Knapp has been sighted uh, doing a bit of training down there, and it looks like he's um, come back for a bit of a training trial uh, with the Roosters, probably playing a bit of reserve grade, but uh, he's an old fan favourite. Um, wow. Yeah, uh, been over in Catalan for a couple of seasons. Obviously, prior to that was at the Bulldogs. Um, he's no spring chicken anymore, uh, old DJ Napsky, but, geez, I tell you what, when he hit him, they stayed hit. Uh, I'm going to tell you, he'll play Origin this year, in my opinion. He'll come. Bold prediction. Wow. Bold prediction. Wow. <laughs> he has come back for a reason. Now, players like Dylan Napper. Uh, so special in any environment. Everyone will tell you, like, he's he's a bit out there, and we know that. He's a bit left of field. You know, he'll take a risk like a Morley, those players you love, his eyes roll in his head. And if he's coming back for a training trial contract, he means business. He's matured, and I'm making a prediction. He'll go from the Roosters reserve grade side into NRL, picked by Queensland, because I can tell you, he's a man on a mission. Well, look how good it worked for us with Lodgie. So yeah. it's going to go again. Well, I, I like that bold prediction, Bush, and uh, Bells, I'm going to come to you later in uh, this week's show about what your bold prediction is uh, for season 2023, but Bush, that's an absolute cracker to get us started with.
Now, guys, looking ahead to round one, 4.05 kickoff up there at Redcliffe Dolphin Stadium. Now, listen, I'm hosting up at East, the home of the Roosters, and where else would you want to watch the game than at Artie's? Arthur beats a medal, Artie's two favourite clubs. So uh, if you want to join us, we've got Paul Momrovsky, Satili Tupanua and Billy Smith joining us from 3 o'clock. They'll be signing autographs, taking photos and watching the game with us. So what better place to sit and watch the Roosters play their first game of the season than up at East? It's awesome up there. There's also some giveaways and raffles as well. So it'll be a great afternoon of football. Great afternoon. The beer's at the right price. Great food. You're sitting in Artie's Bar, of course, right next to it. And the synergy between that and the fact that this game is in the honour of the great Arthur Beetson is amazing. Let's fill the joint. Now, Bush, who better to speak to about the big event up there on Sunday afternoon than two of Arthur's sons, Christian Heffernan and Mark Beetson. And we'll be talking to them right after the break. You're on Roosters Radio. We'll be back. Right after this. Well, Roosters fans, it's a brand new season 2023 and we're very, very excited for this week's game to join us on Roosters Radio Silky, the Beats and Twins, the Beats and Brothers, junior and senior. doesn't matter which way you talk about it, which way you look at it. They're both Beatsons. And this week is all about the Beatson family. It's all about the Beatson medal and it's all about the Roosters versus the Redcliffe Dolphins. What an exciting time. And on the line, would you please welcome to Roosters Radio, Mark Beatson, former host, and of course, Christian Heffernan, Mark's brother. Boys, welcome. Yeah, thanks very much. Appreciate it. Thanks for having us on Roosters Radio. It's uh, it's an honour to be back on here. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for the invite. Um, just really quickly, it is important to know that I am the junior and he's the senior. <laughs> we also know you guys go in a bit of a weight class. So, uh, Christian, did you want to just uh, clarify that? You said that you can d- tell the difference? Uh, yeah, I, well, he's shorter, I'm taller, uh, so he looks bigger. And, uh, but I think when I get on the scales, they tell me to get off. <laughs> yeah, it's true. He qualifies for cruiserweight. I'm, I'm, I'm still a light heavyweight at the moment, so that's all right, yeah. Well, mate, you're both uh, heavyweights in the Roosters family and the extended Roosters radio fans because the name Beatson is just, uh, you know, synonymous. It's something that... You know, as a Roosters fan, you know, you guys get the honour of having that name and going home with it. We get to just mention it on the lips, and every time it's mentioned, we get a smile or we think of a memory or we think of the greatness that is your father. And it's a real honour to, you know, we know each other well. But uh, Mark, you know, you're a great host with Silky and I and Christian. We've had so much to do with you through the club. But to have this opportunity to celebrate this milestone for Rugby League, this milestone, I know Silky's dying to get a question out, is a real honour for us. So I just want to say thanks for coming on and uh, thanks for sharing it with us. No, thank you. And and obviously, like I said before, it's an honour for us. I mean, to be spoken of and, and thought of like for our family and dad in this way, um, especially on this weekend coming up, you know, for what lies ahead with uh, the Dolphins and the Roosters. Um, you know, it was obviously a special moment for dad. So, yeah, no, thank you. So, Mark, let me hop straight in because I know that y- your dad started his career uh, at the Redcliffe Dolphins in 1964. He was best and fairest up there in, in 65 before uh, going to the Tigers, and he also had a, a stint coaching at the Redcliffe Dolphins. So what did the club mean to your old man? Um, well, essentially, I think, look, the, the club itself, obviously, you know, it was his first home away from home. You know, he moved down to, from Roma as, he, as a young young man and uh, got his first um, real opportunity in rugby league as a, I suppose, semi-professional back then, you would say, um, you know, back in 64 and got an opportunity to sort of leave Western Queensland and come to a, a bigger place. And, and I think Redcliffe's always had a special place in his heart for him. 
hence why he moved back there and we moved back there as a family. He loved Sydney, loved it with a passion and, um, you know, could never get enough of it. But, I mean, Redcliffe, he considered it as a second home, even though he wasn't born there. You know, he always had, the, always had great people around him when he was there, and which obviously uh, enticed him to come back um, uh, to finish off his playing career. And that's the thing, Mark. I think when when you touch on it, mate, I, I think it's important. You know, he started and finished there. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, he did start and finish there, and that was his. You know, he didn't just finish with the Redcliffe Dolphins. He actually finished with a, a side called the Morton Bay Rams, which was in the local uh, metropolitan competition, and which was affiliated with the pub that he ran. So he was, he was still actually playing until <laughs> he was about. He was still actually playing until he was about roughly forty, I think. Wow. So. Yeah, I'll tell you, tell you a quick story. Um, so there a scout come out to watch one of his grand finals for the Morton Bay Rams. I think it was about 39, and um, he was recommending some players, and the scout come out and said, look, there's probably only one guy I really want to sign up, and he goes, it's probably you. So, and this was at 39, he said, and the bloke said, are you available? And his dad obviously politely declined. But, yeah, yeah. And, and boys, I believe there's a passage in his book um, where he mentioned it was always his dream that one day the Roosters would play the Dolphins. Yeah, yeah, no, that's 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 right. Christian, you want to talk about that? Oh, no, mate. I mean, as you say, it's in, it's in the book there and, you know, through through many conversations it, it was his dream and he wanted to see it. Um, you know, we touched on where he started and where he finished, but, of course, we all know where he spent the bulk of his, his career and where he was most successful was, was at the Roosters. And as a family, we're looking forward to it. Um, you know, I know the Roosters are, the Dolphins are, and, and it was, you know, it was a shame that he, he wasn't around to be able to see it take place this weekend. Boys, uh, what does it mean to both you and, you know, and brother Brad and, and the entire Beatson family to, to have this great game in honour of, uh, you know, the great Arthur, who is, is your dad? What does it mean to you personally? Um, well, look, look for, for myself personally, I mean, um, had the fortune of playing junior football there at Redcliffe and then obviously now doing some work with the Roosters, uh, working with their junior development squad. So very close to the heart for myself, but obviously for our family, you know, and obviously Christian will speak for himself here, but for our family, look, it's just a, it's a massive honour. And I think it sort of touches a bit of the, um, the chords in our hearts, you know, from the passage in his in his auto in his biography regarding um, the Roosters and the Dolphins playing an NRL game, you know that, that sort of strikes a chord in all their hearts. Um, as I said, you know, especially with family. I mean, it's so close to us, and and it's just continuing to live his legacy. You know, I mean, he's always always sort of in the highest regard in football circles, in personal circles, and friendship circles, and continues to still be to this day. I mean, people tell us stories about him every day, and um, so I think you know, you know, it's a, it's going to be definitely a great honour for us as a family, and um, we we can't thank the Dolphins and the Roosters enough for being so inclusive of what they what they're doing for us as a family, and and allowing us to be involved. It speaks. Uh, highly of these two clubs I mean one the Roosters are a foundation club and, and two the Dolphins who are just coming into the premiership now but also have such a great tradition also and I think the other thing Mark is for me it's almost like a full stop to the fairy tale you know when when you have a look and we spoke about where he starts and where he finishes and, and where he played and I think Mark you were a junior there 
you know, we go back there quite a bit. The Dolphins have been fantastic with us, you know, when we run the Murray Carnival. The Roosters have, have always been brilliant and, and uh, always include us in their wider family. And if you talk about the dream that he had, and, and this is it, and, and it's going to come this week. And, and as I say, you know, he, he played for both states, played in Sydney, majority finished in, in Queensland. And this is it. This was really probably his, his last sort of wish that hadn't been fulfilled. Played for Australia, Immortal, um, Grand Finals. You know, I think this is, this is almost the, the last chapter in his book. Yeah. And it's so beautiful that, you know, the Beetson family, you know, led by the three of you boys get to live it. And speaking of legacy, Mark, you know, we were preparing for this show and, it's, you know, it's a, it's a big thing, you know, when I just get on and ask, you know, anything we wanted to really prepare for it. And I rang you and I was outside Waverley College and I was stopped at the lights and in the rear vision mirror I could see Freddie and Minnie cheering your dad. And I just thought, this is life imitating art. I'm talking to Mark Beetson about coming on Roosters Radio for an interview. You were talking about your son, Billy, who's playing with uh, one of our great junior clubs, Bondi United, and cutting his teeth at the Roosters. Great club. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can, yeah. We, uh, can we just uh, let the fans know that, uh, keep, what a great name, Billy Beetson, uh, you know, to come into the mix at the Roosters, and how's he going? Yeah, no, he's, he's going well, and Billy, like, he's really excited to come to the club. I mean, look, he's adored the Roosters ever since he was born. Um, ever since he could speak a word, he's, he's donned the Roosters gear and supported them passionately and and now he's he's getting the opportunity to play for a roosters junior club and and hopefully you know if he's good enough he gets selected to go into the development squads and then hopefully go into that system and possibly emulate what his grandfather's done you know obviously talent skipped a generation with my family so, uh, <laughs> well, there's two of us <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, it's all right mate i got the brains and looks don't think <laughs> no 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 that's fine mate you know look, I'll, I'll tell you what he did get he uh he got the power base mate he got the fuel tank there and the the backside and uh, <laughs> he, he's a uh, he's i tell you what mate he's, he's a fine young uh young man or you know coming into being a young yes. man and he reminds me actually a fair bit of the old fella you know, you see it through Mark and you see it through Billy and, and I think he's going to do some great things. He's a great kid, great personality and he's got that cheeky smile. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, he does. He's, uh, yeah, I often I often have said in the past cheekily that, you know, possibly a reincarnation of the old man. I mean, he's, you know, always friendly to people and he's got that cheekiness about him. But he's, he's also, you know, he's actually, I'm probably being a little bit modest here, but he's got a bit of talent. Yeah. Um, he sees things on a football field that most kids don't. And then, then, then tends to act them out. So you know, you know he so loves the feet. Oh, he does love a feet too. So I, I think that's a Beaton trait. We're going to have to bring Ray Warren out of retirement, even though when Billy Beaton makes his debut, that's for sure. Going to be very, very exciting seeing him coming through the ranks, boys. Now, lastly, just one more question for you, if I can get it from both of you. I'd love to know your prediction for the Artie Legacy Medal this weekend for the player of the match. What's your prediction for that from the Roosters? Yeah, look, uh, tough there, but it, it's hard to go past Teddy, right? And I think um, his impact in the game is outstanding. Uh, he goes from strength to strength. I'll go uh, I'll go Teddy or Kiri. Yeah, I'll go a little bit different. I think, I think the, you know, uh, probably one of the players that was most like the old man, probably Victor Radley. Uh, I think, you know, he's a ball playing forward and he's a bit of the glue as a part of the team. And, you know, if uh, the referees are, um, you know, a bit more lenient with their penalties this year, I think he'll fire up and have a big one. Mate, he's, he's, he's a very classy individual and, and I, I just like 
his personality away from football as well. I think he's a great guy, and yeah, I, I think I think we haven't even seen the best of Victor yet, and I think he's going to have a massive career, and I think he'll have a huge impact on the Dolphins. Unfortunately, being my junior club, I don't think they'll know what hit him. <laughs> well, boys, we uh, we know it's all about the Artie Beats and celebration this week with a rooster as Dolphin, and I think the the beautiful thing is it gives us a synergy as Roosters fans to be able to have. Dolphins as our second Queensland team in honour of your data, they'd only be fitting and I think a lot of Roosters fans will join with me except when we play them, so we want to thank you so much for you know giving some insights and sharing your thoughts and what it means to you as the Beatson family to celebrate this great milestone, thanks so much for coming on Roosters Radio and uh, Easter win on Sunday. Thanks for having us guys, really appreciate it. No, I appreciate it, thanks very much, cheers. What a great interview. So good to speak to uh, both Mark and Christian, both champion blokes in their own right too. And, you know, obviously Mark used to uh, co-host Roosters Radio with us a few seasons back. But Bush, let's talk footy. Well, mate, everyone's excited. I think, uh, you know, it's as exciting as it was when Brisbane first came into the comp many, many years ago. Uh, we were just kids, uh, Silky and Bells, and Silky, you were trudging the sidelines of the Roosters uh, around those times, uh, you know, with a sand bucket in your hand. Well, now you're a fully grown man who've just got rid of the sand bucket. What do you think? Look, uh, well, we heard Mark Beetson say that the Roosters will probably give him a touch-up. On paper, 1 through 17, the, the Dolphins side is quite strong, uh, particularly their forward pack. Look, I know Coach Robinson has declared that we need to win our first three games. Our round four matches are by, so we want to be going into that first kind of quarter of the year mm. with uh, you know four wins to our name. So I know that it's been a focus for the team. So with that in mind, I think our boys will put their best foot forward there on Sunday afternoon and we'll walk away with the victory. Bells, how do you say it? Yes, I agree with you, Silky. Uh, not a bad side, the Dolphins, and, and the Ford pack is experienced. So I think uh, I'm really looking forward to the game. Manu's out, so uh, Corey Allen's jumping in that uh, position for the weekend. And debuting. Debuting, debuting for, for the Roosters. And also debuting is Brandon Smith and Jackson Palo. So it's it's going to be a, a great game of football. I'm also excited to see the uh, Butcher brothers. It's the first time they're lining up together, so starting together in the 11 and 12. So... It'll be awesome. Well, one thing I did note from the end of last year is the way that Nat Butcher made that right-hand side of the field his own. So he gets to start the season there, obviously with Sestilli still out injured. But yeah, it's going to be a great contest, Bush. Oh, Silky can't wait. And you're so right about uh, you know the strength of the Dolphins side. We haven't seen him. They haven't had a lot of uh, you know time in the NRL yet in the trials and stuff. However. Don't underestimate that wily old coach, Wayne Bennett. He'll have them up for a grand final on uh, on their debut game. And, uh, you know, he's unpredictable. But I think Coach Robinson's got our boys fired up and ready to win their first four. You saw it at launch and east to win. Well, righto, Bells, it's your turn. Bold prediction for season 2023. I'm going to give you mine first, okay? So Bush has declared Dylan Napper to play for Queensland. In season <laughs> That's very bold. That is very bold. <laughs> Here's my bold prediction. Well, I'm going to go for this week. Matt Lodge will score the first try and be the Dalian front row of the year. How's that for a bold prediction? Wow. That's a good one. That is a great one. And my bold prediction for the year, boys, is Sueli'i, top try scorer. Ooh, well, we know he's the prince of the air, obviously. I mean, Daniel Tupu is the king, but he is the heir apparent. You see what I did there? Good pun. (laughs) And moving on to Sunday's match, score prediction, guys. 
I think it's going to be a big score, boys. It's uh, going to be a fine afternoon up there in Brisbane at Suncorp Stadium and the Roosters, 38, Dolphins, <laughs> uh, four. Wow. <laughs> Bushman? It's almost a score that Arthur Beetson played in the grand final at 75. There's a bit of synergy. You just ruined it by letting him cross. I was probably being a bit, ru- a bit mean to the Dolphins, but anyway. Yeah, I think you're being a bit brutal. What's yours, Bush? Yeah, I think it's going to be up there for the Roosters. I'm expecting at least four to six tries. Teddy-led uh, team and Teddy the Arthur Beetson medal. I think it's Roosters 26, Dolphins 6. Oh, that was what mine's twenty six twelve. So I reckon the Dolphins will score a couple of tries. Um, but yeah, the 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 Roosters I've got at twenty six. So my score prediction is twenty six twelve. And my Arthur Beetson medalist is the same as Mark Beetson's. I'm going to go for Victor Radley. Well, that's it for this episode of Roosters Radio. We want to thank our special guests, Mark Beetson, Christian Heffernan, and all the players that joined us there last week at the launch. You've been listening to Roosters Radio. East to win. East know how to play the game, they play it hard and fair.